you are listening to the B-Cast. Episode of the Vcast. I am your host, Vic Sedeno, and you could reach me on all forms of social media at Vic is funny. V I C I Z F U N N Y and VicisFunny.com. Spelled the regular way, because I can own that one. But uh Instagram won't give me that on their username. They just continue to let this um horrific person that doesn't even use the the platform and they let them hog that name anyway i'm not resentful about that at all i am just happy to be back and doing another episode it is 12 49 a.m on the 30th it's sunday morning i am freshly back from the comedy dojo the dojo of comedy all right it's not the comedy dojo it is the dojo first of comedy <clears throat> over there in Morris Plains and um great show tonight um I think Andy Reid the coach of the Eagles headlined the show tonight um it was tremendous he uh just basically told us how he won Super Bowls like that's what that's what the whole show was about no I'm just kidding it was Andy Fiore Andy Fiore headline tonight um great show and it just felt good to be back guys Com- me and comedy are back together again me and comedy are hooking up all right um she went down on me last night it felt fucking tremendous comedy <coughs> excuse me <coughs> oh my god allergies are back as well allergies are wonderful um no but comedy's comedy i mean comedy's been back but for me i mean i've done a few open mics um i did one show and it was all night like it felt good and everything like that but nothing has felt like tonight nothing has felt like i saw a live audience tonight guys a live audience of at least 20 something people and it was nice and safe everybody was distanced within their own group the servers were wearing masks uh, when you everybody got up to go to the bathroom they put their fucking masks on and everybody's following the rules and all that good shit and it was just good to see a crowd of people that paid to go to a comedy show sit down and this is outdoors by the way this is outdoors and they have a really it's not it's not one of those rough outdoor spots, guys. You know, you see some 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 of those horror stories where you see when it starts raining. Like I went to um, my daughter needed glasses and we went to go to the prescription place. We went to this place in Clifton and in the parking lot, we were watching people eat. They were at this restaurant, this Chinese restaurant, and they were eating outside and they were under like 
there was people that were under one canopy and then they had more tables set up where those tables had like individual umbrellas that didn't really cover the whole table. And there it just started pouring rain. Like if God was like going to just dump a bucket of water on these fucking people while they try to eat. And it just I was it just made it look like I haven't been outside anywhere to eat. I don't think I've been other than Nikki's. I went to Nikki's. Nikki's has been the only place that I've been outdoors to eat. And Nikki's Bar and Grill, Little Fair, New Jersey, home of the Laughing Up Tuesday comedy show, which I'm the host of. A cheap plug, but um, that was the only place I went out to eat. And that's another, you know, safe place, social distance. They follow all the protocols that's put down by the fucking Emperor Murphy. And um, what the hell was I? Now I lost the whole point of what the fuck I was talking about. Anyway, um, it was nice to see all those people paid for a comedy show and they're there and having a good time, and the comics were, you know, Sharon Simon hosted it, and that was, you know, she's so funny, she she had a good time, um, they even had me bring her up, um, James Camacho, I knew James Camacho was going to be there, so I wanted to pop by and see him, um, Clint Esposito, um, there was a comic I met from Staten Island, um, LaRusso, I think his name is not fucking Daniel. Um, I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, but he's from Staten Island, uh, and it was a good show. And and it it just it it put that uh, that feeling in me. Like uh, that's what I want. I mean, the open mics are fun, and it's you know it's dope to see everybody and. And, you know, you get the camaraderie and all that stuff. and But it never really sparked the uh, the thought or the idea that I was going to be able to have that feeling again. Because that's, you know, open mic is fun and working on stuff. And, um, you know, you don't really put too much into an open mic. All you're doing is trying to go through some material or say some things on stage and just go through something see how it sounds when you say it in front of people because it's one thing when you write it down and you laugh at it to yourself but then when you stand there and say it in front of other people while you're trying to make them laugh it's a whole completely different experience and it will it when you do that in that kind of setting because number one mostly everybody there's going to be a comic number two they're not paying attention to you i mean they're listening to you but they're not really giving a fuck about what you're saying or anything like that and but you'll be able to get some feedback if your shit is funny and you know you can crack some people up but you know you're you're there just to say some things and work on some things it's a completely different feeling from being in front of people that have paid to come do and watch comedy um and you know that seeing that is what made me have all those feelings where now you're like, all right, now I got to work. You got to work. You got to hustle through those open mics, not just because you like seeing everybody, but because you're there for a purpose, because you want to make sure that when you do say this shit in front of that paying audience, that it's going to fucking be worth a ticket, be worth the price of admission. All right. Open mics are free, but people pay for those tickets. So, that was it was really good um just really 
really, I mean, that made me get on the fucking podcast and, and, and get on here and start talking about it. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to wait till the morning. I'm going to turn this mic on now while everybody's asleep and just drop some verbal gems for you people. Um, yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested again, and I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, grind. I'm going to be in the uh, fifth borough comedy festival. That's coming up in a couple weeks. I got accepted into that. So got to start getting those reps in because, you know, like you said, you don't want to embarrass yourself. This is going to be something that's promoted and, um, you know, you want to go in there sharp. So got to start hitting mics start hitting multiple mics every single week um and you know that'll get you booked as well when people see that you're back on the scene and you're in the mix and you're available then you start getting booked on shows again um so looking forward to that and i mean that's another thing i'm focusing on i'm focused i'm trying to focus on work just had my my yearly review um back in july well, a few weeks ago, and because um, you know, based on the year, so every year my anniversary is in July for the year that I started, and this is my fourth year with the company that I work at, and um, you know, I mean, it's been rough. Obviously, I'm I'm lucky. I'm I feel very fortunate that I have been able to work. This entire time, I have not missed any work. I had, you know, my pay docked um, because of COVID and because of the financial hardships with all jobs in the city. I work in, I work in a type of construction. Um, I work in tight in a type of construction, and when construction was shut shut down in the city, you know, we didn't have much going on. We still had, you know, a lot of residential work that was going on, luckily, and. You know, we were still, I wasn't as busy, but I was still pretty busy as some things were going on, especially in D.C. A lot of my jobs in D.C. and, and were still going on. So I had work going on there. And, um, you know, work was another thing that I had to focus on, that I need to focus on. Um, you know, as I snap out of this pandemic mode, I mean, you know, for work, I've been pretty much in a, in a good place as far as organization and and everything like that for a few months. Um, they've been very supportive. You know, I used to have a laptop, but they allowed me to bring all my desktop home. And, I, they, you know, they have a, a, a mobile um, option for your screen. So you have your double screen stand and I have, I have everything I need to do my job. And, um, you know just need to focus on that i could go into that stuff but you know we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later i want to do i want to do some podcasts about work and um, interviewing and things like that um i actually got promoted in my in my job interview so i got a story about that um and uh i, I don't know I, I do a lot of stuff on linkedin so it'd be good to talk about that and what else? Do I, um, I've been hiking lately. I've been hiking a lot lately, which has been pretty cool. Uh, you know, Angel that you've heard on the podcast before. Me and Angel have been uh, hiking with his son. We've been doing some local places here like Rifle Camp, Garrett Mountain, 
um, and High Mountain over here in Passaic County, New Jersey. Just three spots that we've been hiking on that have been really good, um, really fun, really challenging, really, really uh, meditate. Like it's really good for like meditation as you're trying to like, especially when it gets hard and all you can focus is on is trying to keep your breath and, and, you know, making it and not falling and not tripping and not getting hurt. And all your focus is on that action that you're doing, that thing that you're doing with your body. And you're not thinking of anything else. And um, when you're doing that, like it, it is like such a meditative state. And so that when even though you're exhausted physically, like mentally, you're relieved and, and you know, you get that energy out. So, um, you know, I want to do more exercise. And, you know, last week... <laughs> funny story last week we went to um saddle river park my wife and my daughter we wanted my daughter to ride her bike saddle river park in new jersey has some really nice bike paths <laughs> and um it's a really nice like big circle it's a nice nice circle where it's not too much but we don't even do the whole circle we just went like halfway around the circle and then we started walking back and you know i'm like doing like some sprints as my daughter's getting ahead of us and i'm just trying to get a good sweat doing some good exercising you know like getting that blood that's you know trying to just get the blood going doing walks and things like that so me and my wife are walking and then um i don't know we're at one part of the park where there's um you know when you have like those metal barriers that you can move that block a road like they make sure the road is closed so they're like yellow and it goes to like a triangle and you know it could swing open and close so one of them was just closed it had the road closed and i don't know i wasn't even looking at that direction i was looking in the other direction and all of a sudden i just heard boom and i turn back and i look and i just hear somebody fucking moaning and I looked down and this fucking lady had rode right into the fucking barrier. She just hit it full speed on her bike. She was just driving by, never saw it, hit it. And the fucking thing, the barrier clotheslined her off the bike. The barrier hit her right in the fucking tits and ribs and fucked her whole shit up. She got hit. She was just out of air on the, on the, uh, on the ground and the bike just kept going. The bike ghost rided for fucking 10 feet and then fell and and she was just laying there <laughs> and her fucking husband was like had kept going and then stopped and then you know came back and got off the bike and came running are you okay and then like a crowd of people formed over and my daughter's like looking at her all fucked up the lady's on the ground and we're like we're gonna call an ambulance people are like we're gonna call an ambulance and they're like you know the lady's like no no don't, don't, don't call it don't call don't call I'm okay I'm okay like you're not a fucking cave, bro. You 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 can't breathe. You're not like we were all in shock, and I was serious as hell. And for anybody that knows me, pe when people fall or people have accidents, I need to know that they're okay. I need to know that they're okay. It's not an option. Like I'm fucking concerned. And I need to know that you're going to be okay because I am going to laugh so fucking hard about this. And I don't want to feel guilty. 
Okay? I don't want to feel guilty. So, if I, if you fall in front of me, if you trip and land on the ground, you crack your head on the ground, if you fucking break your arm, if you skin your elbow, I will nurse you back to health. And when you are okay, I am going to laugh so fucking hard at you. And apparently, my wife and my daughter did not like that. <laughs> because, you know, just like I said, we sat there, we made sure the lady was okay. You know, she was like checking her ribs and she thought she might have had like a broken rib. She didn't know. She was trying to catch her breath. She was still having, you know, problems breathing. But she said she didn't want to call the ambulance. And she was talking and she said she was fine. She's like, I'm going to ride my bike out of here. And then she started arguing with her husband about that. So she looks fine. She was like, thank you, everybody. So then everybody started breaking up and we walked away. And I didn't laugh, guys. I didn't fucking laugh. All right. I told my daughter, oh, she's okay, you know. Right in front, you know, we were all, we all walked back to the car, you know, another fucking 40, 50, 60 feet back to the car from there and didn't say anything, didn't say a word to any of us. And then we get to the car, we have to fucking load the bike in the car, we put the bike in the car, my daughter, we got to get her seatbelt in the car seat, boom, I get in the car, boom, I close my door, boom, my wife gets in the car, she closes the door, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it I just started dying laughing I couldn't help it And my wife and my daughter got so offended By this They were so offended That I laughed at this fucking poor lady I'm like hey she was okay I thought I was respectful I thought I waited the appropriate amount of time To be a fucking asshole I thought it was a I thought I was very very considerate i thought i set a very fine example for my daughter by showing incredible um uh decorum by showing incredible uh you know um composure okay i kept my composure i stayed on point i stayed on task made sure that lady was all right i was right on the scene this happened right behind me i she hit that fucking thing it wasn't and she wasn't maybe 15 feet away from me that's how much like i heard the dong like she hit that thing hard body hard body got clotheslined by this fucking railing and i just came over and I, you know i didn't say anything i didn't crack a joke while she was down there i didn't you know say anything i just you know we all everybody was concerned that this lady was fucking not dead and that she didn't need aid and we all you know and everybody walked away calm nobody laughed nobody said anything everybody's very respectful everybody was happy she was okay and that she was able to tell us to get the fuck out of there and we all left. And I did not laugh until we got in that car. We were in the privacy of our own personal property. Okay? I believe we have property rights in this country. And when you vote on November, it's going to tell me how you feel about the situation. All right? That's, that's the fucking reality of it. I don't fucking know. But listen, it was just hilarious to me. I, like I said, people falling people getting hurt thing you know as long as it's not a gruesome injury or anything like that like that shit is hilarious to me but 
after I know you're okay. I'm not a scumbag. All right. I'm not a complete and total asshole. I'm a little bit for sure, but not total. All right. That's pushing the limit. I feel like I was super respectful in this. I don't know. I'd like to hear your opinion about that. All right. Um, I don't know. That's it. I got some ideas for some podcasts that I want to do coming up. Um, you know, we're in this age of politics. That's another thing. Like, you know, you, you're never going to hear me. I'm not going to um, support. I, I don't know. I'm not going to fucking react emotionally to these videos that get posted um, about people getting shot, about rioting, um, about things that are going on. I'm not going to react to these things publicly. I, I am more than happy to have conversations with people face to face. All right. But I am not reacting to any of these things publicly on social media for the simple fact that you do not know what the fuck happened. You have zero context in certain situations with certain videos with certain with all videos. I mean, with everything, we just don't have the I understand. I get I am a full 1000 supporter people that minorities in general have always been treated like shit black people have been treated horrifically historically and continued and the system is not broken it's just set up like this it's just set up like this it's happened since the beginning it's always been set up to hurt minorities whether it's black whether it's spanish whether it's irish italians chinese every the japanese fucking natives the natives had it fucking practically um have been genocide committed genocide against um the fucking chinese were fucking that's where minimum wage laws come from if you don't know research minimum wage laws were created to keep the chinese out of the market all right because if you had set a minimum wage that means you can't you don't you can't pay those chinese people because the chinese people pay lower than that you have to hire um, you know, white people to fill these positions because of that minimum wage. You can't afford to pay the people that don't have education or um, speak the language less um, because that's what minimum wage laws do is they um, alienate low-skilled workers and um, minority, which mostly is minorities. Anyway, um, that's the history of racism by behind minority, uh, behind the minimum wage. Um Japanese people got put in fucking internment camps in this country and in case you don't know history um, the Irish people got fucking you know heavy racism against them and major exploitation against them when they came the Italians same thing major racism against them and you know it's just something you know not just fucking America this is historical in society all right. You want to talk about slavery? The fucking richest person that ever fucking lived, Hobby Bobby Dobby from fucking Africa, the king that fucking people always turn to about how fucking rich he was, who is the richest person maybe of all time. Um, when you consider value of money, 
He was probably the rich. Guess how how he made his fucking money from fucking slavery, bitch, from fucking slavery, because that's what people have done from the beginning of time has has been enslave and exploit and fucking hate people, because that's what people fucking do. That's in our nature. But I believe we can overcome that if we're aware of it and we can become more about the things that are in common with each other than the things that separate us. And I believe that if we look at that, we find a lot more that we have in common uh, and other common enemies, which those common enemies have an interest in keeping us fighting about stupid fucking shit. Anyway, that's my rant about that. Um, What was I talking about? Um, So the different podcasts that I was thinking about, you know, talking about the political things is just. My like the way I view politics, the way I the reason I view things the way I do. All right. So perspective, it's not about trying to convince you to see things my way. That's not the point. The point of the podcast uh, is pretty much going over why I view things the way I do, how I have my own principle, like the the, the most the principle that drives my politics the most is the principle of non-aggression and that's you know whatever my belief is on how you should behave i don't believe i should impose my will on you by the threat of force from the government um and that includes many 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 laws across the board everything that people want to impose and use the government when you make a law no matter how noble you think it is whether it's fucking insurance or fucking you know, daycare for everybody. You, you're, everything you put through the government is put in place through the threat of force. Because if you don't comply, you go to jail. If you don't comply to go to jail and you resist, they're allowed to shoot you in the fucking streets. And then fake-ass Republican bootlickers will back that up and say, you shouldn't resist and you shouldn't, you know, all that fucking fake-ass fugazi shit. Um, you know, but then they fucking tell you, you can't take our guns. Who's going to come take them? Who do you think is going to come take them, asshole? Um, I don't know, that shit just gets me aggravated, the hypocrisy of it. Um, uh, yeah, so I want to do a podcast about that, you know, political stance and more about the non-aggression principle, um, which is the foundation principle of a libertarian. I do not consider myself a libertarian because I don't want to label myself. I don't want to be part of a fucking party. I like being independent and making my decision based on the character of the person. And not so much what they say they're going to do. I just want to know, is that person a good person and has the best interest for everybody? And if that's the case, then get in and, you know, just because you can't, just because you believe a certain way doesn't mean you can't push all that shit on everybody else. That's what Congress is for. But you can be a good person and have good motives, which is what I felt about like Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard. And and even Bernie, I just felt like Bernie wanted to do too much government. He was so much fucking government. It's just too much. Um, Even though I feel you could have the most noblest of intentions in the world. And I believe that he does. And he just wants to put, he just wants to do it with government. And the whole socialism idea of running everything through the government is everything's going to be under the threat of force. And guess what happens when you don't comply? They will beat you in the fucking streets and they will kidnap you and they will put you in trucks and they will fucking come through in the vans and they will fucking change the polls and all that fucking shit that you're afraid of and that people think that only Donald Trump will do. Can be done by anybody. Um, 
So be guard against all of it. Anyway, I want to do a life story series of like my time before my dad died, growing up, and then after my dad died, and then just going through high school and then through um, jail after high school, you know, all that stuff and relationships and how I got to, you know, where I am now and how I got to now. So I think it'd be a good series of things to do, podcast and talking about all that things. It's good to document because it'd be cool if my like daughter grows up and she could hear all that stuff and uh, being brutally honest about it too. That's going to be fucking interesting. Um, and that's it. And also I want to do like another podcast about doing the right thing and like that principle I have in my life where doing the next right thing. And that's just, you know, doing the next right thing. Like as long as you do the next right thing that you can in your life and, you know, making the right decisions every time you can, trying to do the next right thing, even when you fuck up, you fuck up and then just doing the next right thing um, to, to try to, you know, keep yourself on track and balance things out. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested about all those podcasts. I'm interested and I'm interested and I'm glad that I did this one tonight. Um, we'll leave it at that. Closing up, closing and closing. Happy, but I'm happy, happy, happy about comedy. I'm happy to start um, getting more active and making more content and and, and doing some good shit. And uh, I hope um, as many as people as possible can come along for the ride. I think it'll be fun. Thank you so much for listening. And have yourself a good evening and good night and good morning and whenever you listen to this. Mwah.